0: Yeah, tough day today. Tough day today for uh, Sooner Nation as we all woke up to the unfortunate news that Toby Keith, the legend, has passed away at 62 years old. So, like uh, all the other shows have been doing up to this point, um, this hour and throughout The Rush as well, today is about honoring and remembering and celebrating the, the legend that was Toby Keith incredible man um incredibly talented musician obviously but also an awesome OU fan and and that was kind of one of my key takeaways today parker i mean the the life that he got to live and in an interview with bob stoops you know um just a couple of months ago you know, he's talking about that he feels like he got to live 10 lifetimes. And when you look back at all the experiences and all the things that Toby Keith got to do during his life, it felt like it was 10 lifetimes, maybe even more. But how about the front row seat that guy got to any OU athletic events that he ever wanted to be at? Yeah. Like, like, seriously, like who has ever had a better fan experience than one Toby Keith. Now, J.R. Jim Ross, our buddy, he's, he's got a pretty great front row seat throughout his life as well, but like they play a Toby Keith song every single home game, at least one time during the Patriot of the Game. You know, something that he was so passionate about. He was passionate about the troops, you know? like They, they played his song to honor a Patriot of the Game. He got to sing the national anthem at the Orange Bowl, um, he essentially looked like he was best friends with Bob Stoops. How about the Iowa State game earlier this year when Bob comes on the field to pump everyone up? Toby's standing right there. He got the best seat to every single athletic event he wanted to, man. What what an incredible experience that, that must
1: have been for, for that guy. And wow. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this challenge before the powers that be in the Oklahoma athletic department. And I feel like I can speak on behalf of the entire fan base. When I say this, I remember back in 2017 when Tom Petty passed and it was during football season. So that made it a little bit easier. But immediately upon Tom Petty's passing, the University of Florida, a university that he did not attend but was inextricably linked with throughout his lifetime, made his song, I Won't Back Down, a new staple at the Swamp, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. They play it to this day at every single home game in between the third and fourth It's the coolest new
0: tradition in college football. It is the coolest on, right? new
1: tradition in college football. And similarly, for Toby Keith, a man whom the world lost far too soon, just like Tom Petty, and a guy who, like Petty, did not necessarily attend the university with which he was most associated but was still a very prominent figure in the community, I, I would like to issue the public challenge to the powers that be at OU, to implement one of Toby Keith's songs, and it doesn't much matter which song that is, but one of Toby Keith's songs needs to be implemented beginning this fall into every single OU home football game. It is only right. I had this down in the rundown sheet. I
0: 100% agree with you. And I think that song should be How Do You Like Me Now for a couple of reasons. One, well, multiple reasons, actually. One, it's Bob Stoops' favorite Toby Keith song, All That's right, so that, so that goes a long way. Two, when Bob thinks about it, he thinks about the 2000 National Championship season, you know, when he showed up, and not a lot of people were crazy about the roster that they had, and it was kind of the, at least for Bob Stoops, the unofficial theme for that 2000 National Championship season. And third... We've been having this conversation for a couple of years now. What should the end of third quarter song be at OU? And they've been working on it for a couple of years, and nothing has really stuck. Now, my idea has always been, like Won't Back Down by Tom Petty, a song where the entire stadium can sing it. That's what's awesome to me about that, is everyone knows the words, the entire stadium is singing it. I think just about everyone knows the words to... You know, knows the words to that song. So, if at the end of the third quarter, you've got everyone singing "How do you like me now, dude?" That would be they would be
1: incredible, man. There's your answer to the end of the third quarter song. I, I agree, and it has long been a criticism of whatever OU does after the third quarter or whatever they don't do mid game in general. There isn't really a an in game tradition at Oklahoma that truly captures the spirit of the state and the spirit of the fan base? And what would capture that yeah. more than one of Toby Keith's tunes?
0: Nah, I, it look, his legacy is, is set, man. It's secure on, on multiple fronts, man. Like, his legacy is set around here across the state of Oklahoma. His legacy is set nationwide and, and how he impacted country music. Like, his legacy is set... But if we're not going to do a statue, if we're not going to do a plaque, it, it would just be cool to have to add to the legacy that is Toby Keith and continue to make him a part of something that he was so passionate about, which is Oklahoma football. If he continues to be a part of OU football, a big part of OU football, a new tradition with the program after he's gone, I think it's an incredible idea, man i i am I am all about making it the uh the end of the third quarter song and, and just back to you know how big of a fan he was, not just of football what like, you 'd see him at softball games you 'd see him at basketball games there all the time toby he supported every single sport on campus, but think about growing up as an o u fan just growing up as a fan, and then later in life, you realize the cool things that you get to do, like for instance parker i 'm sure you 've had multiple of those moments. But I grew up an OU fan, and then at 27 years old, I'm standing on the sidelines of the Rose Bowl watching Baker Mayfield warm up 10 feet away from me, and OU's about to play in a college football playoff game. There's just certain things that happen and you say, as someone who grew up an OU fan, I can't believe this. And Toby grew up an OU fan, and he got to play on the field during the 2000 National Championship celebration. He had a lot of moments in his life as a fan, to where, I wonder if he had to pinch himself and say, "Is this real?" But being the main act, essentially, after the team wins the national championship and getting to play on Owen Field, I wonder what that, what that feeling was
1: like. I- I- incredible, man. Incredible. Diesel from Walters says, "Let's get everyone to at Sooner A.D on Twitter to have "How do you like me now" played at the end of every third quarter." Okay, hey, whatever it whatever needs to happen here. Dave, I, like again, you think Josie's going to say no to that? You no. think anybody's going to say no to that? No, we just just got to make sure it's embedded in the heads of the people who make well, those decisions. Well,
0: but this is the perfect time on a sad day, it's the perfect time to do it because again, we've been trying to figure out this whole into third quarter song for a couple of years now. And Teddy and I were, were toying with the idea. We had a former OU employee, now with the Seahawks, who was on with us during Brent's first year. And we pitched him three different song ideas. And they didn't play any of those. Like, nobody could agree on what song sounded best. A, a Toby Keith, this is the perfect opportunity, perfect opportunity to incorporate Toby Keith into, uh, into football games or softball games, basketball games, whatever we want, we want to do. But the texts are rolling in right now, and we want that to continue to happen. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. This is going to be a heavy text day. So if you've sent in text earlier that didn't get read, send them again. We're, we're going to do our best to read them. If you send sent in really good texts that have been read, I don't care. Send them in again. <laughs> I, I, I want to read them again. 405-651-3439 as we uh, honor the life and legacy of uh, of Toby Keith. David Blaze says, would be a great song for the pre-fourth quarter. I'm bringing a red solo cup to the basketball game tonight. There're gonna be
1: a lot of red solo cups at the hoops game tonight, don't you think? There better be. And a texter very astutely pointed out at the beginning of the 12 o'clock hour, Toby Keith would have wanted you at the LNC tonight. Yeah. So be there. Be there as the Sooners host BYU.
0: Yeah, um, I I hope they leave that seat empty that he was so famous for uh, just sitting right there on the floor, just off of the uh, off the baseline. Santa John says, I didn't know Toby Keith, but I feel like I did, nor have I ever met him. But I wish I had. I feel like I lost a friend last night. The tears have been flowing all day long. Uh, Recruiting Boomer says rolling around listening to TK all day long. And hey, if you want to listen to Toby Keith music today, just keep it locked right here on the ref. We've been playing TK music all day long, and we will continue to as the, uh, as the show, shows uh, roll on for the rest of the day. Um, John from Tulsa said, I would absolutely love if we changed our fourth quarter song to a Toby Keith song. Selfishly, I think it should be uh, Beer with My Horse. It's beer for my horses, but I, I know what you mean there, John. I-, I have an opinion on which Toby Keith song it should be. But there's probably not a wrong answer to this, right? Oh, Just play no, any really
1: Toby not. Keith song, and it's probably going to work. Gunny of Stutzman Army says, I don't have a red solo cup, but I got a purple paper. I filled it up and smoked it down. Well, I would <laughs> expect you. nothing less, Gunny. I,
0: I told people to uh, text in, even if they've already texted in, certain texts. Today. I did hear Plank read that at about 1030 today, and I want to believe that Gunny fulfilled his... Uh, <laughs> Fulfilled his text there already a couple of times already. 240 from the state of Maryland. 100 emoji. The third quarter song needs to be How Do You Like Me Now? ties in a Sooner Nation history and legacy so perfectly.
1: K Puck says Joe C. should wear a cowboy hat tonight or at least put one in Toby's seat.
0: Yeah. Song should be Red Solo Cup and have cups available. Uh, Cherokee Sooner says Love's Field at Toby Keith Stadium. Clinton Tulsa. Where'd you go, Clinton Tulsa? I always remember his rendition of the national anthem at the Orange Bowl, created for an amazing night for Sooner Nation. There's another incredible experience that guy got to have. Your team growing up is playing in the national championship, and you get to sing the national anthem right before the national championship game? I wonder if Florida State fans were uh, PO'd about that one. I I secretly,
1: uh, not not so secretly, hope that they were about that, that he got to sing it. Sooner Phil says, TK, great American patriot and an amazing super fan of the greatest university on earth. RIP. Yeah. I I mean, don't you think that he's been
0: the most well-known OU fan? Like, there there are certain fan bases out there that have a well-known face as their biggest fan, right? Toby Keith had to be that for OU. Like, JR, a big name as well. Jim Ross. Toby Keith right there as well. I mean, the guy was a celebrity guest picker on college game day for OU Texas back in 2018. I think Toby Keith was probably the most notable OU fan, and he was around at so many events that his face was shown a lot right there on the sideline or right behind the baseline. And you know what, Parker? I can't help but think that, yeah, he had all the fame, he had all that, but he was just one of us. And I thought that today when I read Dave Portnoy's tweet that said, Rest in peace, Toby Keith. I was lucky enough to see him do a surprise performance at Jeff Ruby Steakhouse a few years ago. I talked to him for hours about how much he hated Lincoln Riley and how much he loved the troops. He left such a positive impression on me. I listed him as one of my top ten Americans. Does it get any more Oklahoma than that? hated Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, Riley and loved loving the troops. troops. <laughs> I <laughs> yes. mean, that is emblematic of an entire state uh, right there. Love you, Toby. That's awesome, man. 405-651-3439 is the Knipple-Meyer Chevrolet text line. Let's continue to celebrate the life of Toby Keith. We'll talk more recruiting because I think Toby was really interested in what was going on on the recruiting front for OU. So we got National Signing Day coming up tomorrow. We'll look at that, read more of your text. Thank you guys for all the interaction making this day easier. As we celebrate the life of Toby Keith More to come next right here on The Ref Picture it Everyone yells How do you like me now OU leads Bama twenty-eight, twenty-one, Heading in the fourth quarter Oh the crowd's crazy Everyone's getting into it, singing "How do you like me now." They me, about. Then OU rolls; they end up beating Bama by 14. You like OU beats Alabama; we all celebrate. How do you like me now? Everyone's singing that at the end of the third quarter becomes a new OU tradition. Just an idea; it'd be uh, it'd be really cool. Ho- hope it happens. Uh, your tech, you guys are you guys are killing it already. I Appreciate that. Uh, 405, We should play "How do you like me now" at every sport. Toby supported all OU sports. He's saying, "How do you like me now?" with the softball team last year, and he hosted the Natty post game party. Yeah, he was he was all over the place, man. He he loved he loved OU. That's that's for sure. Nine one eight, making my I hate Lincoln Riley but love our troops T shirt with TK silhouette on it right now. Man, can I get one of those? Yes,
1: please. We, well, you know what? Hmm. Too bad they came up with that before. We did. Otherwise, we could have sold those on the ref store. I just I just want one. I don't okay. – whatever. <laughs> I just want one of those T-shirts so I can wear it. Uh, 580,
0: I don't know if y'all have listened to Rodney Carrington's Toby Keith story, but I guarantee it will make you laugh. I have heard that. I think uh, what the, the story is Rodney Carrington staying at Toby Keith's house. It's part of his Rodney Carrington stand-up. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: A 918 listener says, Sent this earlier, but this is healing the soul. Something has been in my eyes all day. Tears for someone I never met. Lots of TK today and patriotic feels. Truly Sooner Born and Sooner Bred.
0: Zach from Guthrie. Hey, guys, look, I want to listen to y'all, but also want to listen to full-length Toby songs. Can we cut the commercials for the day and actually get some songs going? That would be sweet, Zach. I I love that idea. Best we can do is every single time we come back from break, uh, you'll be hearing some... uh, You'll be hearing some TK, and hopefully throughout the rush, um, hearing from some really cool guests as well today. Uh, honoring, if not today, it's going to happen at at uh, at some point this week. So this isn't just about today; it's about the rest of the week. We'll we'll be talking about Toby Keith for a long,
1: long time around here, as we should. A four hundred five listener said, "Why did I get goosebumps? See." See, I'm see? see, I'm I, see. I, I imagine getting those goosebumps every single Saturday. Especially
0: when, you know, that song hits. I said, OU leads Bama heading into the fourth quarter by a touchdown.
1: Everyone started to visualize it a little bit. Sooner Jets says, Toby Keith is Oklahoma and Oklahoma is Toby Keith. He was us through and through. Boomer. I mean,
0: that's really well said. I that's, I think that's exactly right. Toby Keith is Oklahoma and Oklahoma is Toby Keith. He was us through and through. Yeah, I mean, especially... Like, and not even just OU fans, right? Like, that's a big yeah, part of it. Oklahomans in general. But remember, last basketball season, OU is playing at Oklahoma State, and you're watching the game, and they keep showing Coach Switzer and Toby Keith sitting right off the floor. It's like, what are, what are those guys doing up there? What, what's going on? Like, what's Coach Switzer and Toby Keith doing in Stillwater? They just wanted to go enjoy the basketball game. And you're seeing these videos really uh, make their way around social media today, which is cool. I I think they both end up at Eskimo Joe's after the game. Toby Keith, a very open OU fan. Oklahoma State fans didn't care. He's basically singing with them at Eskimo Joe's after that hoops game, man. Yeah, he he was Oklahoma through and through. Oklahoma threw and
1: through, and represented the state extremely well, man. Burley extremely Boomer well. says, just imagine the impeccable roar of the Oklahoma crowd. If they actually fire up, how do you like me now? I might actually cry. Just don't tell anyone. 918, can you imagine 80,000 singing,
0: we'll put a boot in your ass? It's the American way, or maybe the sooner way. Oh, no, I mean, it'd be sweet. It'd be sweet. Let's just hope it happens. Um, Toby Keith, he did not like... Lincoln Riley, but he loved the troops. It's my it's my favorite line of the day thus far, and I've heard a lot of good ones.
1: Yeah, I mean nothing uh, nothing screams Toby Keith was Oklahoma and Oklahoma was Toby Keith yeah. quite like that right there. Okie drink slinger says, my last interaction with TK was at Belmar. I was there helping out an event. Him and his wife were putting on a college golf tournament. He came by and thanked me. And the guy I was working with then, he said, oh, hell, you a-holes didn't have anything better to do anyway. (laughs) Made our night. That's that's cool. So uh, now we know how uh, TK felt about
0: uh, Lincoln Riley leaving. So I got to believe Toby, a man that loved all sports at OU, and I think he followed recruiting pretty closely as well. I got to believe that his favorite recruit in the 2025 (laughs) class was Lincoln Cure. And I hope he got to see the photo that you sent out of the uh, double horns down from Old Lincoln Cure on Friday night. I hope that happened. Um, but how did uh, what, what's how was Lincoln Cure's visit this weekend? What's kind of the schedule but there as to what's happened over the past few days?
1: So Lincoln got back home to Goodland in the wee hours of Sunday morning. Caught a flu bug. He was laid up sick. For Moses Sunday and Monday. Got the chance to catch up with him last night about the visit to Oklahoma. And, look, after having that conversation with Lincoln, having conversations with a few sources on the OUN, that visit went about as well as it could possibly have gone. Nice. Now, did Oklahoma surpass Kansas State? For my money, not yet. But – They gave him a lot to think about over the course of this dead period where obviously prospects can't take visits. They're just kind of sitting at home, continuing to have phone conversations with coaches and university staffs and kind of processing through the decision with their families. And that's what Lincoln Cure is going to do. Look, he wants to have this decision out of the way relatively soon. This is certainly not one that is going to last past, I would say, mid-summer at the absolute latest and more likely, I think he's committed somewhere by the end of April, so is that good or bad news for you as of right now yeah. i I mean it's neither it's it's neither because regardless of what the timeline is slash would be Tyler, what you have at play here is a dynamic with him and his family where they they don't want him to go too terribly far from home they want him to be a drivable distance from Goodland. And so I asked him last night, I was like, hey, what would you guys think about the trip down? Is it one that you could see yourself making? He said, oh, yeah, it's an easy drive. (laughs) Especially,
0: yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad he said that, but as someone who, okay, carry on, please. He lives in Goodland, okay? (laughs) like
1: It's it's a pretty, it's a fur piece from anywhere, or to anywhere from Goodland. So OU and Kansas State, are the two schools, Colorado as well, but Colorado was very late to the table in offering him. He didn't really seem like a great cultural fit there. Yeah. it's not about to say that. It's not, yeah. not going to be Colorado for a multitude of reasons. So I am confident making the assertion right now, Tyler, that this is a battle that's going to come down to Oklahoma and Kansas State. He really likes Oregon, but it's just too far away. If Oregon were even eight hours away instead of 15, then maybe you have more of a conversation on your hands. But for the time being, and I think up until he commits, the conversation is going to be and the back and forth is going to be between Oklahoma and Kansas State because those are two schools that he likes, that he feels comfortable at, and that are reasonably close to home as far as proximity is concerned.
0: And he already has the horns down uh, ready to go. It was just, It was great form, like I said, on the horns down. It looked really good. It looked really natural. So you would feel like OU, Kansas State, and would you
1: even throw in Oregon for a top three, or do you think it's really OU and yeah, Kansas State? Yeah, okay, I'll throw in Oregon as in the top three. But, again, I think it is either the Wildcats or the Sooners. And Oklahoma, I, look, if this visit hadn't gone as well as it did over the weekend, I'd probably have sat here and told you he's probably going to be a Kansas State Wildcat. Yeah, it sounds like it was a big moment this weekend, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, they made a surge, a big surge, and again, gave him a lot to think about now one of the uh, very very clever little details implemented by the oklahoma recruiting staff J.R. sandlin and the crew is that they made sure literally everybody in the facility knew lincoln's face and name so when he walked in that building everyone knew exactly who he was and came and said hi to him so, and that was something he really appreciated
0: what do they do? Just like pass out photos like, hey, here's a uh, here's a junior uh, photo from Goodland High School. Get to know the face here. Like ca- yeah, call him like, by his first name, Lincoln. Here's no, what it he looks like.
1: Yeah. And that's one. That's something that happens generally for big weekends like this. Like you'll pass out in, in the recruiting office. They'll pass out a uh, a flyer or a little notebook with profile pictures of each of the recruits that are going to be showing up. It's one thing to have that as a resource. It's another thing to emphasize to everybody on the staff, hey, this is the guy whose name and face you have to know when he shows up. You will know him, and you will be able to identify him, and you
0: will say hello to him. Jimmy Casper says, Goodland and Norman, seven-hour drive, piece of cake.
1: I mean, again, if you've ever been out through Goodland or to Goodland, it's not close to anywhere. No, it's not. I mean, it's close to the Colorado border.
0: Yes, it is. But just because you're at the Colorado border going that way doesn't mean all of a sudden you're
1: seeing mountains everywhere. No. It still no, continues to
0: stay flat for for a while until you get you close, close get to, to Denver. Denver. Yeah. yeah,
1: there are no mountains. So, yeah, Goodland is a long, long way from anywhere. So I guess what I'm saying is seven hours on the road to you is not the same as seven hours on the road to Lincoln Cure because he's used to making long drives to get anywhere. Yeah. Perfect example, I was out there in Holcomb. On Friday, seeing him, right? And Holcomb is two hours and 15 minutes from Goodland. And I was talking to him about it. I was like, man, that's that's quite a drive for a conference game. And he said, well, it's about the type of drive you have to make to play any game. Jeez. What what are the directions from here to Goodland? Go straight to Salina, head west, and yep. you'll run into
0: Goodland. Like, that's the directions, that's it. isn't it? Yeah. That the stretch from Salina to Goodland—that's that's the tough stretch right there. I mean, you talk about nothing on a draw. Uh, there's just there's nothing out there,
1: nothing. I will add this mm-hmm. as well, and this should not come as a shock, but Lincoln and his folks love Brent Venables. That's not so, surprising. That's so, not surprising. I mean, that's good to hear. Sooners, that's not surprising. If though. the Sooners are going to pull this off, expect that Brent Venables is going to continue to be heavily involved in the recruitment. And if there is a world in which Lincoln Cure is a Sooner, you can they will more than likely cite BV as a large portion of the reason why. Yeah. Let me read one more before we hit a break.
0: Taylor from the 405 says, Today is the most messed up I've been about a celebrity death since Kobe Bryant. Toby was the definition of an incredible human being. And as a 25-year-old, I remember as a kid playing baseball at Buck Thomas Park, and in between games, my parents would drive us by his house as a sightseeing tour. I love that man. You know, Toby ended up with so much fame, and he was so successful. But I feel like, like how he handled himself, just as a regular dude, a regular human being, after he got famous, is kind of the way that a lot of us would handle ourselves. It's yeah, I just I got all all the money I could ever need, but I kind of just. Want to go to as many OU games as possible and get the best seat in the house. And that's what Toby Keith was, man. So, like, uh, Taylor from the 405 used the word celebrity. And he was a celebrity. But he just didn't, he didn't feel like it, man, just because he just, in a lot of ways, was just a normal dude, man. Just a normal dude that just wanted to go to games. It's Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome life that, that he had, for sure. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More Toby Keith songs celebrating the life and more recruiting as well right here on the ref. will sing a victory tune and will all meet back at the local smoke. We'll raise up our glasses
1: against evil forces singing. Whiskey for my men, beer for my horse. I'm going to Sad smile. I'm gonna miss you, my friend, even though it hurts Locked in with McComas and
0: Thune, up. live on The Ref, we mean. are the home of Sooner fans. Honoring so the life babe, of Toby Keith, send in your text, 405-651-3439 you on the kinnipa Chevrolet text line. So From the 918, Bedlam Sports, the remainder of this year, starting with basketball, should play tribute to TK with Should Have Been a Cowboy and it's entirely during the pregame. Regardless if it's in Norman or Stillwater, guarantee everyone will be singing every word no matter the color they're wearing. You know that song um not only big in this state, big for the Dallas Cowboys as well. When Jimmy won his first Super Bowl with the Cowboys what 92, that was a that was a big deal at the time and I think they had like a like th- their official like uh, Dallas Cowboys hype video at the end of the year, they had all the highlights and should have been a cowboy was playing at the at the tail end of that. So pretty big, uh, pretty big song for uh, for Dallas Cowboys fans as well. Five Eight O says, "Can we groom Boomer and Sooners manes to look like Toby's mullets?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a creative
1: yes. way to honor his memory.
0: Uh four oh two, congrats to B V on becoming more of a CEO of the OU program. First Ted Roof, then hiring Zach Alley. Now with Jay Nunez, the standard is the standard, and it hasn't been good enough. So are they saying that they think
1: B V got rid of Jay Nunez? Uh I will say this, uh talking to a couple of well placed sources last night, B V was actually pretty miffed that Jay Nunez was leaving Oklahoma for Alabama. But From what I have been told is that, you know, he was the senior special teams analyst at Oklahoma. He's going to get an upgrade in title. He will be given the title of special teams coordinator at Alabama. And, of course, Alabama is Alabama. It's not Nick Saban's Alabama anymore, but it's still Alabama. Sure. And so it's, you know, that's an opportunity that's tough to turn down, certainly understand it. And I want to say this about Jay Nunez. He is not somebody that – anyone whose opinion matters has ever said a bad word about. And I understand the criticism of him, and I think to some extent it's fair because you saw Gavin Freeman muff a few punts last year. Obviously, Zach Schmidt was not the most accurate of kickers, but what happened at kicker could not be helped. There was simply no better alternative to Zach Schmidt, and that's not Jay Nunez's fault. He was instrumental in getting Luke Elzinga to Norman, and boy, did Elzinga pan out in a big way. And I, I will say, like the one, the one thing you can kind of hold his feet to the fire for is keeping Gavin Freeman back there, returning punts even after those first couple of months or those first couple of muffs. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that was a decision that was rightfully panned. Felt like he lost confidence. It did, and, you know, I said it, no disrespect to Gavin. I think he's a better football player than anybody gives him credit for at this point. But And he did have a touchdown return, broke a seven-year drought. No return touchdowns for Oklahoma last fall. I, all that said, I do think Peyton Bowen should have been the one back there returning kicks and punts. So if you want to critique Nunez for leaving Gavin Freeman back there to handle return duties late in the season. Okay, I get that. Uh don't hold him responsible for what happened with the kicking situation cuz again, there just wasn't really any helping what happened there.
0: Well, uh he's going to go uh, take on the Alabama kicker situation, which they had a uh they had a really good kicker this year. But <laughs> throughout Nick Saban's tenure, like it feels like Alabama may have lost a couple of national championships because of bad kicker. They were great everywhere else. But because of some uh some missteps at kicker that maybe that cost him a national championship or two, I immediately think of the kick six twenty what, thirteen? Yeah, twenty thirteen against uh Auburn there on the plains. So OU will be looking for a new um what, I guess off field special teams analyst Basically, essentially.
1: Yeah, they'll be looking for somebody to oversee the special teams unit. And that was something that Brandon Hall had a hand in. Joe John Finley had a hand in it, but Jay Nunez was the guy when it came to special teams for Oklahoma, even though he wasn't technically in an on-field role. So that's the type of guy that they will be looking for. and it. it I, I don't have a clue who that is. I don't think OU has a clue who that is yet because, again, the staff and Brent Venables that were kind of taken aback by the disclosure from Jay Nunez that he was leaving for Tuscaloosa, it was not really something that, that was on their radar or that they were anticipating – and so it's we're in the very infantile stages of figuring out who's going to fill his shoes.
0: I know how uh, most people on the text line feel about Gavin Freeman, and that's fine. Do you think he's going to score on his first touch of the year for the third consecutive time <laughs> next year? <laughs> well, <laughs> that'd be wild.
1: Uh, pro- there's probably a good sixty percent of the fan base that's just waiting for that moment to decide whether they're in or out on Gavin Freeman. <laughs> so he doesn't find the end zone on touch number one. I bet we'll immediately get some. All right, he sucks, Tex. Take a scholarship away right there on the field. Puerto Rican Sooner says, I'm headed to Norman
0: in September to watch the Tennessee game. And if they don't play that song at the end of the third quarter, I don't care. I'm singing singing it anyways. So there you go. The ball is in our court, ticket holders. Even if they choose to not play Toby Keith at the end of the third quarter, we can still decide to all sing a Toby Keith song of our choosing. I hope it's How Do You Like Me Now at the end of the third quarter until they start playing it. Whatever song they play, it does not matter. We can drown it out by 85,000, 87,000 singing that song instead. That's a, that's a heck of an idea. I, I like that a lot.
1: A 405 listener says, I remember Toby Keith doing some shows at Hollywood Corners last July. He apparently walked around to each table and set a bucket of beer on each of them and said, these are on me. Nice. Such a great human yet again. That is that is awesome. Baller, yes. That's a, that's a really cool story. Uh, an 860 listener says, Nev-, that's Connecticut, by the way. Never have been a huge country western music guy, but TK reminded me of modern Glenn Campbell. He would have been a solid actor, given the chance. To me, his should have been a cowboy hits like Rhinestone Cowboy. My childhood was filled with westerns and real-life rodeos. Now I'm a desk jockey. Bless TK and all those he touched in his life. Yeah, or- again, and i like I I said it at the beginning of the 12 o'clock hour, but, you know, you can take my perspective as somebody that did not grow up in this state and somebody that is an implant, if you will. It's hard to spend any amount of time in the state of Oklahoma and not grow to have a very profound understanding of what Toby Keith means to these people in this state. You drive on the high, you don't have to be from here. Yeah. Just drive on I-35 and you're going to see right
0: there off the highway and more. Home of Toby Keith, man. Like, yeah, everyone... Everyone's proud to say that, that Toby Keith is from this area, man, which is awesome. Uh, I wanted to go back and find this one. This is from this first segment from the state of California, from the 408. Y'all need to dig into when Toby suited up to play in the OU spring game. I'm not kidding. It was in the late 90s. The game was to be held at Norman High, helmets and pads and the whole bit. Took a pitch out to swing into the end zone to score a TD. He banked wrong and broke his ankle. Yep. Seriously. So talk about the fan experiences he had, but true story, I, I've uh, I've seen a video of him talking about that. I, I do not remember, or I wasn't there when that happened, but I do remember as a kid like he, seeing a video of him talking about that.
1: Allegedly, it was 1994 where that yeah. happened.
0: But he got to suit up, go through everything. He probably cool. probably wouldn't have taken it back if he had the opportunity to, even with that injury. Man, for as much as he uh, for for as much as he loved the program, it's pretty cool. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We're trying to get to all your text. And we appreciate all the text every single day, but especially a day like today. We'll do our best to get to as many as possible coming up next segment, right here on the Rest. We
1: got losers, Chain smokers and boozers. And we got guppies. We got back. With honor. Don't come free. I'm an soldier, an
0: you know, a very unfortunate day today, but sometimes some really cool things can come out of days unfortunate like this, and some veterans who got to see him perform live, in, you know, overseas. Yeah. That's, hearing from those individuals today on the text line has been really, really cool, so I... I'd like to read those more than once, so if you're one of those veterans, one, thank you for your service. Two, continue to send those texts in, because those are really, really cool, and that was, a, that was a big deal to Toby. It was a big part of his life, and a big part of his legacy is what uh, what he meant to the troops. Uh, Dorsey Jones, Buick, GMC, and El Reno bringing you this hour of Locked In. Dorsey Jones, they sell Buicks and GMCs, which are some of the best trucks and SUVs on the road. Go check him out in El Reno, Dorsey Jones, Buick, GMC. Just a, a few things before we get back to the text line, and we'll end the show on that. Um, I mentioned yesterday 24-7 sports had the top 10 fastest players in college football heading into the twenty four season, and no Brennan Thompson was found. Brennan Thompson went ahead and quoted that and said, You telling me there's 10 of them in front of me? Yeah, I don't think so either, Brennan. A little snippet on Kevin Sperry, OU's quarterback recruit in 2025 via Rivals, says the four-star quarterback from Carl Albert committed to OU in March before his junior season and has basically shut down his recruitment. Some photos over the weekend show Sperry and Coach Brent Venables having a great time. He's locked in.
1: So, don't worry about any decommit there. Who wrote that? Someone at Rivals. I don't don't know. Because that... Those they were just. Yeah, that wasn't a photo. That was Kevin Sperry's uh, bat signal gif oh. that he puts out every time Oklahoma gets a silent commitment. And obviously, that commitment didn't stay silent for long because yeah. we found out on Sunday that Ryan Fojay is on board as the 10th commit of Oklahoma's 2025 cycle.
0: National signing days tomorrow. Doesn't feel like it because, well, there's no real storylines. So nothing's going to develop late, correct? We're going to be looking at national storylines tomorrow. Pretty much. And that's that's about it's it. It's
1: Terry Bussy Day tomorrow. That's what it,
0: <laughs> that's basically what it is. That's it really is. Duh, he's got like all the spotlight. Doug and Mustang. My closest brush with Toby Keith was in the mid '90s when he would come out to Reeves Park in Norman and play church league softball with the rest of us scrubs. Seems to be just a, a lot of people that had a random run in with Toby Keith, and uh, you, you know what I mean. Like he made himself very available. To all the people around here, didn't act too big, didn't act too famous to associate with someone else. You don't hear really any bad things said about Toby Keith and what kind of guy he was, which is which is really cool. Uh, okay, 310 says, I'm sure the OU softball team is cherishing that they got to celebrate their last national championship with Toby Keith and sing with him. I think even Jordy Ball sent something out today uh, about that, which is pretty cool. But, yes, I'm, I'm sure they, they'll, they'll always remember that for sure. 405, I'm all in for singing How Do You Like Me Now at the OU
1: Games. Curtis B. adds Parker and Tyler, I just gauged an oil tank while I'm listening to the app, and I agree. Let's play How Do You Like Me Now at the end of the third quarter at the go, Palace guys. and play all his songs at all the sports venues. I was born in Salina, Kansas, just like BV, but have lived in Oklahoma since I was two months old. I love TK and his song he sang about Wayman. A sad day for Oklahoma Sooners and Oklahoma as a whole. Boomer, thanks to the ref for today. Thank you, Curtis.
0: 405, Toby coached my son's Whittier Middle School football team. Just down to earth, good dude. He and his wife attend my church as well. As good a singer and songwriter as he was, he was a better person. That's from uh, that's from TJ on the uh, text line. appreciate that. That's That's really cool, too. Uh, yeah, keep sending those in throughout the remainder of the uh, day, 405 651 throughout the rush. We're uh, going to c- continue to remember the life and legacy uh, because there's been a lot of cool – like Porter sent out a tweet. Um, Brent, of course, has sent out a tweet. Kelvin Sampson sent out a tweet today. Dusty Dvorakic, I'm going to play about a two-minute soundbite that he had on a serious XM show. It was a really cool story from uh, from this summer, so – yeah, we're we're, we're going to continue to uh, to give him the due that uh, that he deserves. From the five eight oh, OU has the longest streak of getting at least four players drafted. Do we have four players that get drafted this year? Let's think here. Guyton Tyler yes. Guyton,
1: obviously. rain was in the Senior Bowl. Reim was. I'm trying to think. I got to pull up my list of all the guys that are graduating slash moving on. I mean, obviously, the guys that played in the Senior Bowl slash Shrine Bowl are good bets, maybe not safe bets, but Guyton's going to be a first-rounder. You have Rame, you have Drake Stoops, you have Walter Rouse. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that didn't get an invite or accept an invite to one of those games that is going to be off the draft board relatively soon because
0: you had a lot of players come back for this year luckily yeah, he really
1: did like um, woody
0: washington danny stutzman billy bowman if those guys leave then yes you have your four you keep your streak intact i think we'd all rather those guys come back for another year but I,
1: casualties are pretty minimal pretty minimal i think drake's gonna get drafted i really I do. do i truly do and rame i think raised his stock at the Senior Bowl. And the same can be said for Walter Rouse, who had a really good week at the Shrine Bowl, too. So I think those four guys are getting to be – or those three guys in addition to Guyton are getting to the point where they are safer bets. All right.
0: One more text before we uh, before we hit the top of the hour. Hand out red solo cups at the game tonight. Rest in peace, Toby. I love that idea, and I hope it happens. They're going to do something cool for the basketball game tonight, and I'm excited to see what it is. The Rush coming up next. Keep it locked in the ref.